tight quarters. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Going to Bed Book, by Sandra Boynton, published by Little Simon Books. We got a rather brisk read for you today. The Going to Bed Book is a board book, real sturdy. It takes us out to sea with a group of animals on a boat. We watch, maybe even join in, as the crew goes through their bedtime routine. Will they all get some shut-eye with no problem? Or will there be... Captain Iceberg ahead! Well, bring a life preserver, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin looking out at a boat packed full of animals. The sea is calm and the sun is setting. But... Why do all these animals look so nervous? It looks like it's a red sky, which is good, right? You know, red sky at night, sailors delight. Or is it red sky at night, sailors take flight? I don't know. Are these animals stranded? Lost out on the open ocean, praying the currents will take them back to dry land before rations run out? Or are they being stalked by a monster? Call me Ishmael. One is left to make their own assumptions. Though, if I see Kevin Costner, I might be closing this book, because I don't know if I can sit through another water world. Whatever's going on, the tension's high, and I'm bracing for whatever happens next in this thriller. The excitement only rises when we turn the page and watch everyone run down to the hull of the ship. During all this commotion, we can see a little piggy hiding under the stairs, shivering in fear. Oh, jeez. That startled me. No wonder he's hiding. Quote, to take a bath in one big tub with soap all over. Dash. Scrub, scrub, scrub! End quote. I think they're over the capacity limits. That's well past three men in a tub. These animals are packed in, and someone, we don't know who, is shouting at them to get behind their ears. I don't know what's scarier. The amount of animals in this tub. What if you touch? Oh. Oh, sorry. That didn't happen. You turn that way, I'll turn this way. Or the fact that there's no privacy. What if you have to swab the poop deck? Or that I'm a shower guy. Who wants to just sit and stew in their own filth, let alone 20 other animals? Oh, disgusting. I think I'm going to be sick. We get a break from the tension as the animals dry off and get into their PJs. Though, it makes me wonder, if they're all forced to pile in one tiny tub, what are their sleeping quarters like? The grandparents' bed and Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory? Quit moving! You took all the sheets! Get your feet out of my face! Well, the calm was short-lived, because the animals are back to acting quite odd again. They're all stacked up on each other around a little sink, brushing their teeth. I know living quarters on a ship are supposed to be tight, but they aren't supposed to be this tight. They all have a look on their faces that I don't know if I'll ever be able to forget. They look like hostages that are attempting to send us a message. It's too bad I don't know Morse code, or I might be able to figure it out. But then again, there's a lot going on. I don't know what they're using to send the message. Is it with their toothbrushes or their eyelids? Who am I kidding? I would never figure it out. These guys are up a creek without a paddle. Only, they're in an ocean. 
Something startles the crew, and they run back up to the deck in a hurry. All this suspense has my adrenaline going, and I'm anything but ready to go to bed. I may be up all night contemplating this one. Who's giving the orders? Is this Noah's Ark gone wrong? If I'm a son of a son of a sailor, what does that make me? Well, what's the emergency up on deck that caused all the commotion? Well, apparently they had to work out. They must be crossfitters. Getting past the fact that many people can't sleep after exercise, with their heart rate up and going, because who am I to say they won't be able to fall asleep? But what's strange about this is, why take a bath and get into your PJs to go and get your body all dirty and sweaty? and then go to sleep in your own filth. It's ass backwards. One might come to the conclusion, they're in training, and it's a drill sergeant putting them through boot camp. But, with all these odd interactions, I believe there's something more nefarious going on. They must be trying a new tactic to send us a message. But what is it? I give up. It's lost to the sea. All sweaty and nasty, they give it a rest and head back to the hull of the ship, where a mystery person turns out the lights, and they go to sleep without a peep. I guess we'll never figure out who's the mystery being pulling the strings. With no questions answered, Sandra's thriller ends, leaving us to form our own conclusions. With this, quote, The moon is high. The sea is deep. They rock and rock and rock to sleep. End quote. If nothing else, I'm going to be seasick with all that rocking. And maybe that's what this thriller is all about. A group of weary animals stuck out on the high seas in a never-ending loop of seasickness. Just awful. Sounds like being stuck on a cruise ship when COVID hit. Are there any lessons in this? Or is this just Sandra's warning of what's to come in a doomsday scenario? What I do know is, I don't want to share this much with anyone, ever. Count me out on sharing a tub or one sink with 20 other people. I live in America for a reason. I'll be taking a life raft and abandoning ship, getting my ass about that bitch in a hurry. Exploring Sandra's apocalyptic thriller deeper, could the answers as to why these animals ended up in this horrible situation be hiding in plain sight? Could it be that because these animals do the wrong things at the wrong times, ruining their sleep, that's why they ended up in this precarious situation out at sea? I think so. Maybe Sandra wants us to do some self-reflection and examine the parts of our daily routines that just don't make any sense. And not only do they not make sense, they create strife in our lives. It's up to us to cut them out before we create chaos. So, stop having coffee after you go to the bathroom. Don't brush your teeth before dessert. And stop drinking after work because of your horrible day. Do it before to get through it. The world would be better for it if we start making these tweaks. So what do I think of Sandra's work? It was succinct, which I loved. I believe we reviewed a few of Sandra's books, starting with Spooky Pookie on episode 88. And that was a solid read as well. Not just because it was a board book too. This one might be the first bedtime book you don't fall asleep to. Typically a bedtime book is long, slow, and boring. It's designed that way to get you to fall asleep before the end. But not this one. This was packed full of excitement and suspense that kept me on the edge of my bed the whole time. As for her illustrations, they're distinctly hers. We can spot a Sandra Boynton illustration from a mile away. And that's a very good thing. 
Her illustrations are simplistic enough for them to be relatable, but complex enough to know I sure as hell couldn't do it. And that's a good spot to be. This book will rock you, just maybe not to sleep. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.7. I'll have a heap and helpin' and go back for several more servings, and just hope I'm not throwing up over the side of the boat later. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.